Hello, hello, hello. My name is Robert. I am the recovery guy, and you have entered into the fix. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Robert. I am the Recovery Guy. Welcome back to Recovery Guy Podcast. And if it is Tuesday, it must be the steps. My, oh my, oh my. Where is all the time gone, my friends? Uh, We are on step 11 today, uh, which means next week will be step 12. And it will have been 12 weeks ago. Right now, it's 11 weeks ago. We started on this journey of the steps after I did Steps for Life, the podcast. Again, my daughter, Carol, challenged me. She said, Pops, you've got to walk us through the steps. And and I'll tell you what, um, this apple today, which is represented in Step 11, requires a much bigger bite than maybe any of the steps combined. I mean, Step 4... Step eight, so reflective, obviously even step one, but step 11 is just, it is a big apple and I will do the best that I can in about the 27 minutes I'm going to cover this step and then the rest is really going to be up to you. Uh, I would invite you, if you're not here yet in your pursuit of recovery, listen to it for content's sake. Talk to your sponsor or your confidant or your rabbi, your priest, what have you, and, and go back to resume where you're at in the steps. This will be to you soon enough as it is. If you're here in doing the maintenance steps of 10, 11, and 12, then by all means, let's jump into the deep end of the pool together. As you know, if you're working Step 11, what I'm going to share with you is pretty basic. It's common knowledge to anyone who's working any type of 12-step recovery whatsoever, even a person in pursuit of recovery through a monotheistic religion of the world where God is predominant. This is going to resonate with you as well, but it's big, folks. Um, I'm so glad that I not only do this every day, but I do this throughout my day. Uh, As a Christian, you know, the Apostle Paul teaches me, and, and in your religion as well, I'm sure that I am to pray without ceasing. So it's not just a matter of the morning and then an afternoon prayer and an evening prayer. Throughout the course of my day, I'm asking for direction. And let's let's get right to it and make full use of our time. So step 11 is from powerless to powerful. So check this out. Here is step 11. You may or may not be familiar with it. Sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for the knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. I could, again, this is not just a a podcast. This is a journey. This is something 
that I could do an entire series. As a matter of fact, I've had in, in coaching and breakout session opportunities. This has been an all-day class where we would do a morning session, a late morning session, an after lunch session, take another break, and then wrap it up. We've we've actually done this. I've done this in a in a four hour window, really breaking down and digging and finitely really covering because it is so encouraging. It is so helpful. It is so necessary. Now, about halfway through today's podcast, I'm going to talk to you about the March promotion and one of my new friends, um, Amy Dressner. Uh, and that I'll share a couple things about her. But from power less to powerful, you know, uh, in step one of the 12 and 12, and again, if you don't have a 12 and 12, check it out, get one, invaluable as we walk through the steps. Uh, regardless of what 12-step program you're involved in, the 12 and 12 is really essential. I actually have shared it with um, uh, a few of my friends, Sarah, um, is not in a 12-step program necessarily, but she's in my focus group. I, I've sent her a 12 and 12, and uh, she's enjoyed that. Uh, my daughter, Carol, who's just a, a person in overall wellness and approach to a spiritual living and, and, and very, very much concerned with having a full rounded um, health in the, the mental, the emotional, the spiritual, and the physical in her holistic approach to wellness. She enjoys the 12 and 12. Uh, my friend Susie, who's an Al-Anon, I mean, from all walks of life, it's just a great practical guide to how to work through steps that demand rigorous honesty, but have its benefits, as it says in the big book, would have its benefits for all. So we go from powerless, which we are in step one, admitted that we are powerless over alcohol and our life had become unmanageable or drugs or any other behavior. And then we have to admit that, as it says in the 12 and 12, as only the dying can, right? It says, who likes to admit complete defeat? Practically no one. But we have to admit that we're power powerless. And one of the things they told me, they said, you know, Robert, don't worry. First of all, the power you thought you had really wasn't power. It was ego and it was killing you. If you had power, would you be penniless? Would you be homeless? Would you be in a treatment center? Would you need to go to a 12-step or recovery program for the rest of your life? The answer would be no, right? But I was powerless. And they said, don't worry. You're going to gain power and energy and excitement and insight and revelations as you move towards the steps. And then they pointed me to step 11. This is the carrot, right? The, the, what Stephen Covey would call the jackass theory of motivation. The carrot was what had happened, excuse me, the carrot, the, the stick in the back and the carrot in the front, right? And, and the stick in the back was, what my life was like, being reminded that I was totally unmanageable and my life was falling apart, that pain, that remembrance of where I came from was that was that stick in the back. And of course, the carrot was things like step 11, where I could have this new life. But again, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him individually, collectively, Again, it doesn't really matter as much or at all who God is to you. What matters is what God does for us as a fellowship, 
right? That's what's most important. As we understood him, praying only for the knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. I love power, don't you? I love what it says, and I'm going to read this to you verbatim because I don't want you to think this is my opinion. This comes from page 98 in the 12 and 12. Uh, there is a direct linkage among self-examination, meditation, and prayer. Big sentence, I'm going to read it again. There's a direct linkage among self-examination, meditation, and prayer. Taken separately, these practices can bring much relief and benefit. But when they are logically related and interwoven, the, the result is an unshakable foundation for life. Wow. You know, my friends, uh, Laura and I have a lot of friends who are not in a program of recovery. They just lead these wonderful uh, non-addictive lives. And I have a lot of energy and I have unshakable confidence. And they call me, they lovingly refer to me as being charmingly arrogant, right? They know that I'm arrogant, right? And, and it's not really arrogance, it's confidence. But they say that I'm charming because I do try to exercise a bit of humility and knowing where this comes from. And that is, of course, the source and the power of God. But this is where I get this. I have an unshakable foundation for life, right? It tells me that I can go anywhere. I can do anything. I can be anyone I want to be, providing that my motives are correct. I have an unshakable foundation for life. So when you ask me, what is my expectation for my recovery? Of course, everything is one day at a time. Don't even start there. I get it. I have every intention of being sober for the rest of my life. I'm going to be my sponsor, Jack, right? My my Jack, he was very fond to me, uh, so I can call him that, uh, even though that was a mistake. It, he was my Jack. He was my sponsor for over 32 years. Jack died with 44 years of personal recovery. I know other people who have been sober that long and still living a productive life. I know other people who would still be sober had life not with cancer and other ailments cut them short, right? Pete the Greek, Texas Mike, Abe, all these people died sober. Pete the Greek is still living. And he's got, uh, I think, probably going on 47, 48 years of personal recovery. And these are individuals who have an unshakable foundation for life. This is where the steps can bring us to. So if you're new, as Slow Will would say, new or relatively new to the program of recovery or Alcoholics Anonymous, hang in there. Keep coming back. Read the first 164 pages. Work the steps. Rarely have we seen a person fail who has thoroughly followed our path. Those who do not recover are people who cannot or will not completely give themselves to this simple program. That's what it says. That's what I cling to. And now we are on step 11. And when we put these things together logically, we are given an unshakable foundation for life. That means no matter what happens to me, I will be okay. Recently, I recounted the incident of my dad uh, dying 
August 1st of 1988 when I was two and a half years sober. I was doing the steps. I had done the steps. I was still practically a newcomer, two and a half years in recovery, you know, but I was working the steps. I had completed the steps already and I was doing 10, 11, and 12 on a regular basis, a daily basis. And my dad died suddenly on the first day of my vacation. And that week, instead of spending a great week of fellowship and enjoyment with my dad, I buried my dad. And because I had step 11 in this program available, I had an unshakable foundation for life. So it wasn't whether or not I could get through the week. It was a matter of my reliance upon God. Make sure that your real reliance is always upon God. And so I said, God, if you do what I believe you can do, which is keep me sober and and sane and still working my program, I will know that I will never have a valid reason for drinking or using again. And that was my challenge to God. And I and I was able to do that because of step 11, where I sought through prayer and meditation to improve that conscious contact with God as I understood him, praying only for the knowledge of his will for us. I'm included in the us and the power to carry that out. So instead of having that Eeyore week of woe is me, my dad died as sad as that was. I came through that week as a man of power. I wasn't powerless. I was given power to walk through anything at any time, through any circumstance, as a person who was victorious rather than a victim. You know what I mean? And this is what the steps do to us. I'm going to share one more thing with you. And I love this. Again, I'm going to read from the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous, page 85, right? And it's about step 11. It is easy to let up on the spiritual program of action and rest on our laurels. See, this is, this is telling me I must do this every day. Because that's what would be resting on our laurels would be. It said, we are headed for trouble if we do, for alcohol is a subtle foe. We are not cured of alcoholism. Again, never mistake my energy for arrogance. Never mistake my recovered nature for thinking I am cured. Because I'm not. I don't need to be cured. Nor does any cancer patient who can still carry the cancer gene, but it's in remission. They can live a long and full life providing they take their medication, just like HIV, right? Those who suffer from AIDS. Medication has come to the point where even though it's an, uh, a sad diagnosis, it's a diagnosis where these individuals who, who contract HIV and or AIDS if they if they live their life and they take their medication accordingly, they can die of old age. And that is a blessing. We are not cured of alcoholism. I love this. What we really have is a daily reprieve contingent on the maintenance, steps 10, 11, and 12, of our spiritual condition. Are you ready for this? Here's step 11. Every day is a day we must carry the vision of God's will into all of our activities. How can I best serve thee? 
Thy will, not mine, be done. These are thoughts which must go with us constantly. And again, if you've got a challenge or a problem with that, your challenge and problem is not with me. I'm just sharing with you what is in the program of Alcoholics Anonymous and the 12 steps of almost every program out there. Now, if if the program of AA or the 12 programs is not for you, I'm fine with that. I, I know that this isn't for everyone. If you have found a path that works for you and you are able to be the person you need to be when you're supposed to be there to do what you want to do, to show up, to be that enlightenment, to be that that son, that sibling, that husband, that spouse, that significant other, that that father, that friend, that employer, employee, employer that you were designed to be through whatever you're doing. Hey, knock yourself out. You know, I know that this just works for me and that's all I need to know. And I share my experience, strength and hope with others that we might solve our common problem. Common is humanity, is our human problem. And then we help others who suffer from alcoholism and other addictions, right? So let me just take a few minutes and I'll get right back to this. Hey, we're running a fantastic promotion in March. If you haven't heard about it yet, we have a couple weeks left for you to really be on board. I need you to go to Twitter. My handle is at recoveryguy1986, at recoverryguy1986. I need you to follow me. And then I need you to retweet all of the podcasts throughout this month. So the ones we've previously done through the rest of this month, you will get a point for following me on Twitter. You will then get a one point for all nine podcasts that we will publish in March. And on April 6th, we will announce the winner. The top two prizes are... are um, Fire Amazon HD 8-inch tablets, kind of a cool little gift. We're giving two of those away. The next finisher will get a $50 a Visa gift card, and the next uh, finisher will get a 32-ounce um, tumbler, a Rambler uh, Yeti, right, which are really cool. So we're giving away four prizes, two HD tablets, Fire 8-inch, $50 Visa gift card, and then the Yeti Tumblr. Be a part of that again, at RecoveryGuy1986. Follow, retweet all of the podcasts to enter in April 6th. We will be giving it away. Hey, just a real quick shout out to my new friend, my new friend, Amy Dressner. She has got this really cool book. I'm so excited. I just got it in the mail. Even Laura looked it up and thought it was a great book for her to read as well. And it's called My Fair Junkie. It's a memoir of getting dirty and staying clean. You can follow Amy on Twitter at Amy Dresner, A-M-Y-D-R-E-S-N-E-R. She is a wonderful person. We're going to be chatting next week on doing some collaboration. But go to Twitter, check her out. The link to her is in the uh, podcast notes. So go check out our friend Amy Order her new book. It was pretty inexpensive, fair price. You can order it on Amazon or directly through her and give her a shout out. Tell her you heard it on uh, Recovery Guy podcast, right? So, 
Having said all that, let's get back into step 11 from powerless to powerful. So step 11, once again, is, is really the second of the daily maintenance steps in the plan of recovery, right? Steps 10, 11, and 12. I'm taking my inventory, I'm seeking God, and then I'm giving it away. Without this step, it really is impossible to gain the spiritual insight needed to live a full life and be of maximum help to others, right? We sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God, praying only for the knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. And I already talked to you about what that will is to, to have a vision to go and help other people, as we will discover in step 12. So here's three things that I want to cover with you as part of this step. First of all, step 11, and I'll reiterate this as my previous readings, is designed to be taken daily as an avenue to the personal power available to me. You know, lack of power, that was our dilemma. I am involved in so many Facebook support groups. And people are talking about, how do I not drink? How do I not use? Well, again, alcohol, drugs, pornography, food, gambling, all of those other external behaviors, they are part of a personal issue. They are not the problem. Gambling is not the problem. Alcohol is not the problem. It is my response to the problem and lack of power, lack of personal power is what I really need. I I came from nothing. I wasn't nothing. And I was always going to be a nothing. Lack of power. That was my dilemma. It is a positive affirmation that God wants to make a positive contribution to my life. And this power is derived and is designed to aid me in my assistance to others, period. Secondly, the meditation that is suggested in this step helps us free our minds to find a place of contentment we found lacking in our active addiction. You know what I'm talking about? My mind was was always sideways. I went through life sideways. I had no content, contentment. I, I constantly wanted to be somebody else, doing something else, somewhere else. You know what I mean? Even, even bars. Okay, check it out. Uh, the last seven years of my, actually the last six years of my drinking and using, I lived in Las Vegas. Actually, I got clean and sober in Las Vegas, right? And Las Vegas is really, really big. And if you're from the Las Vegas area, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, my sponsor, Jack, was, was uh, 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 he was the uh, manager of the central office in Las Vegas for many, many years, 15, 16 years. Uh, so AA is really big in Las Vegas. I got clean and sober there. And, and, and so, which tells me you can be clean and sober absolutely anywhere. And so, um, we can find our contentment. And when I lived there, nothing was ever easy for me. I, 
I could find myself, regardless of situation, when I would gamble, when I would be in strip joints, nothing was ever happy for me. There was no contentment. I couldn't find anything I was looking for. And I would actually go to bars. And this is how I wanted to be somebody else doing something else somewhere else because I never found where I was at as to be in a place of contentment, of fulfillment, finding what I was looking for. I would actually go into bars and and I would sit and I would at the bar and I would always look for a center stool where that had the stools on each side of it if not both empty, because I needed to be available for the person who was going to fix me to show up. So that's why wherever possible, I needed both bar stools on each side of me to be vacant. So that magical person could come. And after being there and being drunk and being there a half hour, 45 minutes, an hour, two hours, what have you, uh, I would I would get up and leave not thinking that my thinking was erroneous and insane, but I would just think I had the wrong bar because I was never happy with who I was. I wanted to be somebody else doing something else somewhere else. There was no contentment in my life whatsoever. And contentment is found as I free my mind and my spirit. And that is what this step helps me to do. In this meditation, it's actually a process to finding a place to release and reflect and then define inspiration that is required to move forward in my life. Meditation slows my spirit and my mind down to see what I otherwise might miss. You feel me? It slows me down. It's setting everything else aside. It's finding that release. I can personally reflect on where I'm at, what I'm doing, what God would have for me in that particular moment in time or day. Because otherwise, left to my own devices, I will miss these things. Third, as we raise our mind and our spirit toward God, once I have that redirection and I'm pointed to be open and I've released the things that would inhibit God for doing for me or showing me what I need to see or what I could not do for myself, he then reveals his design, his direction, and purpose for our lives on that day. On that day. Again, this is something I need to do on a daily basis to have that unshakable foundation for life. We become his ambassadors in our recovered life. We are given power to not only be of maximum power to others, but we are often directed to whom they may be. Isn't that crazy? So not only am I given this power to be a maximum benefit to others, but it, it directs that power into how it ought to be used in the direction of where it should be used and oftentimes to whom it should be used. And we now 
have a renewed sense of belonging because our purpose is defined. Do you ever do you ever work with others much? I'm I'm big in 12 step, whether it's prisons, treatment centers, social media, all my Facebook I do, my blogs, my podcast. My life is about reaching out because I know only an empty cup gets filled. So every day I want to empty my cup so the love of God and the power of God and the inspiration of God can fill that up. And as it's being filled, I want it to be emptied. And so throughout the course of my day, I'll say, God, I I feel this opportunity. I feel this energy. And I'll be on the conversation. This is this is the truth. The uh, Two days ago, I was thinking about a person. And I was hoping they were doing well. And I was thinking about them and praying about them because I know that they've struggled. And yesterday morning, this person called me and said, Robert, I need your help. God had already set them up in my mind and my spirit. And I wish I would have been speaking to them in other ways, but he had already prepared me in advance for this conversation. Because this is not a person I have a regular relationship with. And and they called me and said, this is my situation, my predicament. God had already put the right people in place through relationships I had with others. And this person will not only not lose their job, but they will now go into treatment through a program they did not know existed. These were things that were already lined up in the supernatural even before. I just didn't know they would be activated for this person in this time. And that's why seeking prayer and meditation. I improved that conscious contact that when called upon, I am available to serve. Isn't that where you want to be? Step 11 is very similar to tradition one. You know, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon AA unity. So so I seek God in step 11. So I improve my conscious contact, right, with God as I understood him. And then I pray for his knowledge and power to carry that out. And it's always about others. One of the things that uh, someone had posted in one of the uh, programs or, or pages I'm involved with on, on Facebook, and they said, I'm feeling this way, I'm feeling that way. What should I do? And I said, who else can you help? You want to get out of you? Get into somebody else. You want to get help? Go help someone else. You want to be have a friend? Then go be a friend. This is what step 11 does. It, it connects me to God so I can be connected to you. It is the power to carry that out. Gosh, our time is up. I, you know, again, I told you in advance, this step is so vast. There's so many roads I could take. I could break down every sentence of this step and we could cover it in breakout sessions throughout the course of a day. Of course, that's not what this podcast is designed to do. It's designed to inspire, to equip, to help you go dig your own hole and to find 
where this works for you to dig deeper as you dig out, to be like that bamboo and have that unshakable life, that unshakable foundation that through the most horrendous storms of life and challenges of life, you will be unshakable, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord for as much as you know your labor is not in vain. And that comes from the New Testament. That is a a New Testament biblical quote. And that's with the victory that we get through our higher power of the 12 steps of recovery. Hey, go to recoveryguy.org. All the podcasts, all the blogs, your favorite podcast channel. Download the podcast, share, comment, subscribe. Enter into the contest at Recovery guy 1986 on twitter win one of the prizes follow me on instagram recovery underscore guy follow me on facebook the recovery guy go check out my friend amy dressner uh and just add amy dressner on twitter go check her out get her book uh, do whatever you can for yourself knowing that your recovery will help others recover Again, we did not get, we got sick apart, but we will get well together. And as always, my name is Robert, and I am the Recovery Guy.